Now if you and your legend shoot this up to ten, the airways belong to disciple and the war chief men. First digest the heat from my toaster. Blast, cotton can last on your block off the class. Yeah, digging on the Sheba, tapping on the Sheba, singing they want something, cotton you want nothing, the ass whipping and feel it wouldn't kick in. Never juggle satin, coolie coda can't blow, coolie how is how I pump when the convincers in my clutch. Your murder one sung it then hush. The Hollywood. How much notes are we raking in? The more we vision, you ain't fit for this division. So put the splits on it. Tell your box you put a lips on it. It's murder one when the stones I'm on it. I'm trying to tell you now. The copper here from the three o'clocking. A something terrible that happened when you fall shatting. No counterfeit. Never dug the sound of it. Low, cold, toss it out. Raise a candy cut. What? No trigger streets. You know what, like, I don't even know what I'm gonna say. But we here. We back. Shout out to Centipede. South City. All day. Head Nile Productions. back uh and we back and we back and we black and we back and we black yo what up what up man ah uh, another episode of ceiling fans podcast i haven't been here like technically y'all may be getting this like every week or every other week um but i haven't been here in the studio maybe for like three weeks three or four weeks i took a break unintentionally it's just like i had guests but i didn't like follow through with the guests because i'm very horrible with that uh, follow through. Anybody that knows me, I'm horrible at follow through. But anyway, we here now. I'm just trying to remember how to podcast again. I was like, all right, we have a mic, and I have this, and we got like a whole new setup right now. So I'm just like, I came in like, yo, where the we got a little cute like mic stand right now. Like I just say, call this call this mic stand cute. But anyway, it's just like <laughs> a little miniature like, hey, what's going on? So like, I won't hit. Normally you hear somebody in the old episodes hitting the the little thing to hold up the mic, but now. We ain't got that right now. I can I can free flow through my arms right now, right now. But I feel like I may knock it over. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Don't want to put no pressure on myself, but a lot of pressure just put. But no. Uh, anyway, so anyway, I'm your host. If you don't know, uh, my name's Martell. Go by Marty, aka I don't know Marty, aka Grand Leroy, yo baby mama's favorite b boy, aka the father of Flora, aka Floral Poppy, aka Rose Zaddy, aka. The Southside Champion, a.k.a. Marty B. Everywhere, a.k.a. Um, Puma's on my feet and I can't be defeat, a.k.a. Um, Yost, a ceiling fans, the man behind it. Um, yeah, so we back with another episode, obviously. Trying to, get my, trying to get my vibe back, trying to get my groove in. No, I'm going to play a song. Normally I don't play a song during the episode, but I'm going to play a song. I've been feeling this song lately. Been feeling this song a lot, man. I saw, I like, crazy. I heard it on a Joe Button podcast. So I, that's like one of my favorite podcasts. But, uh, podcasts? I don't think that's a word. Podcasts. Anyway, so, Lucky Day. Lucky Day. Hold on, I'm gonna play. Let me, let me crew, it, crew it up. Cue it up. Uh. Uh. 
This is like my vibe right now. This is like my vibe. Ugh. Woo. Got special guests in the building. She's super awesome, super cool, super amazing. Woo. Uh, I'm sorry. The funny thing is she can't even hear this right now. Huh. It's sad, she can't even hear this right now. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's lucky day, Rosomo. Um man, that's an amazing good song. Anyway, so our special guest, let me introduce her. Say your name to the people. Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Brittany Connors. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just laughing at you having this experience without me. That's like, like oh, it's like oh, I need you to. She can't even catch this vibe because like we have a splitter and like it's only going to me and Darian. Shout out to Darian, engineering the show. Um, we only two people that's hearing the music, <laughs> and she is the that's left out. Like I'm sorry, but I am catching it through you. I will have to okay. say that okay. I am catching it through you. <laughs> so um, yes, we have. Brittany Connors, doctor. Hi. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Connors. Yeah. <laughs> um, normally I always say, well, I was trying to, on my way here, I was trying to remember where the first time I met you. Ooh, okay. And I was literally digging in my brain for so long that I can't, like, I think I had the same thing with Tasha the last episode. I couldn't think exactly where I met her. So, but I kind of just... I know one thing besides like social media, Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. I felt like I've probably seen you around so many. It's St. Louis. Everybody knows each other. You've been in the same room with people. Yeah. That you will meet. You've been in the same room with people like four or five years, and you meet them six years later after that. <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh, what's up? Well, you're new." And be like, and then you go through their pictures. Like, yo, I was at this party. I was at this spot. I was at. You know him. You know her. Uh. So, I was trying to literally remember. So I was trying to. I probably just seen you around. I almost feel like do you come to one of my award shows, the Slump Fest award show? I probably have been. I mean, um, I don't know. I've so I'm, I yeah. So I'm, yeah, you don't even know either. So yeah. So we're on the same page about that. Say, nobody knows. Nobody. <laughs> I'm. I don't know Marty. So anyway, um, yeah. I really came to think of it right. I'm not even gonna try to think of it right now. But anyway, so. That's amongst, because uh, I know you do African dance. Yes, I so, do. Probably in the dance community, just seeing you around, but really just kind of seeing it on like Facebook and Instagram and the great world of social medias. Yeah. Medias. <laughs> Multiples. Multiples. Um, <laughs> she was always very inspiring. I always, I would like to say. Oh. She just very going, you know, she was like, just, you know, motivational, just like, you know, statuses and like. <laughs> And it's just like, she has always had like a big smile on her face. It was just very amazing. I was like, ah, oh, she's so adorable and cute. Ah, oh. <laughs> just like, ah, oh. I just felt good after the video on your statuses. I'm like, ah, oh, yes. I and know. then you, she had a post. She just had a, like a selfie with a big smile on her face. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, today's going to be a good day. It you know? is. Today, I enjoy people like that. It's just smile. Mm -hmm. And then bring positive energy on their social media. And it's like, okay, today's going to be a good day. You know, yeah, they, it's like they, a reminder. Yeah. yeah. So that. Um, what else? The she has a special thing. So on Friday she has a fail forward Fridays. Yes, I do. So you wanna talk about that real quick? Yeah, so um 
fail forward Friday for me is a way to put a positive spin on like all the stuff that we go through during the week. Like most people are just praying to make it to a Friday and I'm like, okay, I don't want to just be praying to make it through the week. I want to ride the wave through the week. I really want to have my energy in a good space. And I know a lot of stuff happens though, realistically, but you know, failure doesn't have to be like the end all be all. It's really about your perspective. And it's like, okay, let's reflect on the week and then see how we can use it moving forward to do something better and greater for ourselves and the people around us. So that's how it started. And it was like therapy. So I'm a mm. therapist and, you know, I had people saying like, man, I've been trying to get this off my chest all week. Didn't have anywhere to do it. Tired of seeing everybody just post about the ups and the positives. And like, it really gave me a chance to be vulnerable, which I appreciated. So although I wasn't getting like a lot of comments on the post, I was getting a lot of like behind the scenes or like in the grocery store, people telling me oh, about yeah. their own fail forward Friday stories, which I thought was dope. And it's therapy on the go. And that's what you need. Like you need it when you need it. Yeah. Therapy on the go. That's, that's a funny thing. Having followers on like social media, like you may not get no likes or comments, and but people will stop you on the street or they see you like, hey man, you know what she posted was super funny. Like I enjoyed. <laughs> I was like, yo, you didn't comment. Like I'm not there for comments, but I'm there for comments. So it's just like, oh thank you, uh, you know. But you see, running somebody else like, oh man, I enjoy your podcast. Like oh, them pictures be posting be dope. Though. I like your eye. I'm just like, thank you. Do you follow me? Like I follow you like. Yeah, I'm right here. I was like, where you at though? <laughs> you, you don't even like it. You don't even like the picture. You don't even comment though. But that's just me. That's just funny. But I appreciate the love. Yeah. Outside, like that's how I know some people do be on. So I don't see people be on like Instagram just be liking stuff. Just to be liking. But that's always a confirmed. Just like people will stop you on the street. Be like, yo, I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, your art or what you be saying on us. Uh, so I appreciate. it. So you see me on the street more than I just be like, hey, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you, and I didn't know it will fill my heart up so much because I'd be like, yes. Outside, I'd be like, oh yeah, thank you for sure, much respect, thank you, and it's all love. And inside, I'd be like, yay. See, I'm like that on the inside and the outside. <laughs> I just cannot help it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I try to think of it as I'm challenging people. So mm-hmm. you might not even have the words or the capacity to respond. It's okay as long as you walked away and you found a way to use it. That's all I need, okay. and that's all the confirmation I need. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I always appreciate that because a lot of people, because um, therapy, hold on, before we get into that, before yeah. we get into therapy, we're going that deep end. <laughs> so where are you from? So I'm from here. I'm from St. Louis. Yeah, what part? Yeah, what part? Okay, you say okay, what okay, part? Okay. Where are you from? Where you grew up? Okay, so I did grow up on the south side when I was little, probably from ages one to six. I stayed on the north side, and it was super cool because, like, my whole family lived on one block like we all lived on 20th street on the north side missed the mini market days like there was a like random peacock like farm or house (laughs) right next door like just remember running up and down the street and like my grandma my aunties my cousins we were all there so I grew up there and moved to the south side and pretty much stayed on the south side until I went to SLU went to college and my mom wanted to move us closer to the campus so I didn't have like too far to go mm-hmm. so yeah but I'm from here born and yeah, raised cool, cool. yeah oh. <laughs> no that's uh, 
Let's ask the whole uh, basic question. What yes. high school you go to? So I went to Hancock High School, which a lot of people don't know about. I, I don't know. Have so. never heard. <laughs> well, um, but that's part of my story. That's cool. <laughs> so Hancock is in like South County. So if you are familiar anything with like Afton or Melville, anything in that area, South County, that's where I went to high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was it's like, okay. I'm like, what? No one ever knows. I'm like on the south side. There's only <laughs> one high school on the south side, and that's Roosevelt. Okay. And other <laughs> high schools on the south side don't exist. It's just Roosevelt. We were there. Uh, <laughs> I did go to school. No, but uh, shout out to, well, I was, when I was in there, it was like, shout out to Cleveland RTC, even though it's not, you know, active. That building is no longer, is closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Gateway. Mm-hmm. Gateway's on the south side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's I think that was at main three high schools that was on the south side. Mm-hmm. Am I forgetting you? I don't really care. So um, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you guys in South County, like they'll get into like Oakville and all that. Uh, I think well, Val. I think Val came along because Val. I don't know about the original Val was somewhere else. Though. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I remember going there, but that was like way back. Way back when. <laughs> way back when. Wow, that's, isn't I, it cool that we can say that kind of now? Yo, that's kind of it's scary because every time I think about it, like, oh man, I'm that old now. Like, wow, that was. See, you're not old though. I'm not old, but it's just like experience. When we was like teenagers, yeah. and you're just thinking like, and you would see people that oh, with this high school in like '93, '92, '89. Like, wow, this, I was four. That was years ago, <laughs> and now I'm that guy. I'm just like, yeah, I started high school in '99. I'm like, oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I started my freshman year in 99, 2000. <laughs> Along with cash money. <laughs> <laughs> Taking over. Taking over. <laughs> Taking, over for, Taking over Roosevelt for the 99, 2000. Oh, man. So, it's just always been flat. I'm like, wow. Back mm-hmm. then. And just even funny, like I'm saying, that was somewhere else. I'm not, I'm not too sure the area. Somebody be probably screaming and say, it was here. Right. It You're supposed here. to know. Like, I went there one time for a wrestling match, and that was it. I did not care. Um, but also to seeing having, like, Cleveland ROTC, mm-hmm. seeing them come, we all, seeing them come out and seeing them all, you know, suited and booted, mm-hmm. and having, like, Gateway all the, all the way down near King's Highway. So it was just... It was funny. Oh, man, that made me think of some stories, too. Like, ah, oh, bus riding stories. But I'm not even getting to that. It's, yeah, I'm seeing flashbacks happen. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to go into the flashback. So I always kind of always tell the story. So mm-hmm. we get out, every, our schools get out at 2 o'clock or 2.15. Mm-hmm. So riding, and we didn't have, like, you know, yellow buses. It was a city school, so they gave us the city buses. Like, legit, we had the bio state bus. Okay. Outside our school, waiting on us. You have you live far enough, they get you bus tickets. Mm. So, but some of the kids like they want to take their bus outside. Or it was too full. They'll go up the street to Grand mm-hmm. from Roosevelt and catch that bus. So it would be like ROTC kids and Roosevelt kids. So you know, ROTC kids kind of like somewhat proper, but like they're just being mm-hmm. there and like and it's Roosevelt kids. And it was such a stereotype about Roosevelt, which was half true and half false. <laughs> but for the most part, we were some rowdy kids. Mm-hmm. And just seeing them, and I see them, you know, people mess with each other, and then we'll get to the Grand Station platform, mm-hmm. and then Vashon kids be coming down. So it'll be like Roosevelt, Vashon, and RTC, and cats would just be wild, and we used to be wild back then. So <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch yourself on that, you know, Grand, 
<laughs> platform. Look, I've only heard stories though. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta admit, I've only heard stories. Yo, so how was your high school though? Um, it was cool. I mean, it was super small, like, um, in our graduating class. So I graduated in 2009, 09, the last O to go. We made t-shirts about that. That's all I remember. <laughs> um, but it was super small, like graduating class of like less than a hundred, mm. only a handful of black kids. Um, we also had like a pretty good representation of like students from Bosnia because like uh, yeah. at that time there was like this huge like migration to St. Louis. We had the same in our school. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it was so relaxed. Like I was uh, a four sport athlete. So I played basketball, um, played volleyball, ran cross country and I played soccer. So I was pretty well known where uh, I was yeah. from. Uh, yeah. It was Pablo Pablo. <laughs> she was athletic. You I mean, got there. Yes. Got trophies, medals. Yeah. They even picking the paper, <laughs> getting counters. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, in all good love, I was able to, like, do all of that. And so the teachers would just be like, oh, yeah, you want to go to the gym? Go ahead. You know, as long because I, I was never in trouble. I did what I was supposed to do. My grades were up there. And I was really nice. Like, I'm the same way. So it was just fun to be in a small place where we could, like, really get to know each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah. That's uh, like being now, and I'm at this age. I'm thinking like maybe I should have went to a good school, but like, <laughs> a good school. Or like, like a good, well, the funny thing is like I was technically I like uh, my family moved out to uh, Spanish Lake, mm -hmm. so they live really live down the street from uh, Hazelwood East. Mm -hmm. So I'm like I ain't want to be the, like the new kid out there, and I ain't want to be like I wasn't sure I was unsure about North County because I'm Southside kid to the heart. Yeah. Like I barely know about the North Side and West Side. Mm -hmm. I know a little about the West Side because I have family over there, but mm -hmm. like literally I stayed on the South Side. Yeah. All my life it was just like till we had to move to like North County. Mm -hmm. So I just remember I was like I don't want to go out there. I'm not sure. And I was just like ah. So I stayed I stayed at Roosevelt. I literally we, my mom would drive me all the way from Spanish Lake to the South Side five days out the week um but it was like later on now i'm a daughter i'm just like ah oh, maybe i should you know have my grades up there or at I least try something went different could have went to metro at least like oh. could have went to metro <laughs> could have been with smart kids with the metro oh my gosh <laughs> and it was just even um because i went to metro a few i ain't go to metro i was like went to go metro for like a few performances and mm -hmm. stuff like that and just going to the school, the school was so small and intimate. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, they got carpet? Like, they got carpet? <laughs> they got, got carpet. Y'all got ceiling fans? <laughs> I just <laughs> always thought it was fancy. Like, I never went there, but I had friends who went there. And we definitely used to play them in basketball. They used to kick our butts what? all the oh, time. Oh, on Metro? Oh, Metro yeah, Metro yeah. used to get dog walked by no. everybody. See, that era, they were, like, on top. And oh. so, like, it was, like, an honor to play them because, you know, they, they had real talent. But mm. then it was also, like, you know you're going to walk away with your butt in your hands because <laughs> them girls was dang there dunking on us. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. Now, my era was just, like, Metro was trash. Mm. Yes, I'm saying it, trash. <laughs> Come... <laughs> Hey, look at the, I don't know, I, I never follow sports. I follow sports a little bit in high school, but not mm -hmm. that much. But just seeing that, I was just like, wow, y'all can go off campus for lunch? And I'm like, we couldn't do that, Rosa, and nobody will be there See? after lunch. Like, everybody been gone. People that came half an hour late. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, just going back in that uh, time and just even going to Clayton High. Mm -hmm. 
like I did that, I went there for a few performances and just like, wow, this is y'all school. This is a college. Y'all, yeah. this is rich, rich. Okay. This See, is- that's how I feel about my high school now. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't totally upgrade it. They got all types of new technology, all new foyers. I'm like, we just had a box when I was here. <laughs> Gym was hella packed, hot, no air conditioned, and it looks like a university now. Totally uh, different place. Roosevelt still look the same. I'm just <laughs> Roosevelt still, they still wearing the same uniforms when I was there. No, no they actually, actually upgraded their uniforms. So the football team was really, was nice. The football mm-hmm. team was nice last few years. But um, we never, I never had that experience. Never any Friday night lights. Like my high school didn't have a football team. And then when I went to SLU, they don't have football. So I never got that experience. Like, uh, and I'm kind of sad about it. I, I know. I, I went to the games. <laughs> Um, cause I think my senior they was trash. Dang. They was trash. trash yes, I'm talking daddy. to all my homies that was on the football team. Trash Y'all was trash. Daddy. Y'all ain't win no games, no games that. Year. Dang it, ain't no love. But, <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and the crazy thing, somebody had spray painted that on the front of the school, and they not. It was I guess one of the football team players had blamed the coach and literally spray painted like, thank you. I forgot the coach name, but like thank you for giving us a bad season. Zero, it was like zero and like 15. Like they spray painted in front of the school. So even though I'm not like, people like, yeah, Roosevelt was rowdy. I'm like, yeah, I'm giving you more evidence for just like, yeah, we was, <laughs> we was like that. We was like, like that. No, I did have a good friend, Mark, who transferred from Roosevelt, and we used to clown him all the time for that. <laughs> and he would get so mad, but we respected him after that because he was really about it. I'm like, okay, I'm no, not going to challenge you. No, he, he had to be about that life. <laughs> he was about. really about it. <laughs> Um, so moving on, moving on. So you went to SLU. I did. Went to St. Louis University. Ah, cool. So what you took? What you take out? What you take out? Um, so I studied, so I have a bachelor's in occupational science Mm. and I have a master's in occupational therapy. And as of December of last year, I have a doctorate of occupational therapy. Dr. Connors. Dr. Connors. Yes. Dr. I'm not used to it yet. Dr. Connors. (laughs) I wish I had sound effects. I that's a doctor sound? Get, second season, we're having sound effects. Like, I just need that. I can do that on my phone. But it's like, Dr. Connors. I need that reverb. Dr. Connors. <laughs> that would help me out so much. It really would. Like, if you just had a doctor button. Yes. I, look, that's why I can't be a doctor. Because I would have been like this. Man, I would have a button. That, I would have a button on my keychain and on my phone. Like, if you left a message on my phone, like, this is Dr. Martel Stephanie. You got to yes, put the pause in it. Dr. Doctor. Yes. Dr. Doctor. Stephanie. Please leave your name and number, and I'll go back to you. Uh, you can visit my office at Dr. Stephanie. You know what? Uh, <laughs> this is why, this why, this why I'm, I'm at where I'm at. Since, you know, I would have been way too cocky. And I had and I have a bunch of jokes, but anyway. So, <laughs> so occupational science, you said first uh-huh. your bachelor. Yeah. So, yeah. explain that for the people. Yes, I don't know what you. Yeah, so um, occupational science is the foundation to occupational therapy. So all of our knowledge, all of our concepts, uh, conceptual foundations start there. So it's really understanding like why we do what I do or what we do at that stage. And then once you move to the occupational therapy side, it's more about the interventions and how you do it, strategies, actual practice, research, etc. Yeah, so it's like the science to the practice, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. the science of the practice? Yeah. It's all science. It's all mm-hmm. science. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Bet. I see what you're going there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a, uh, okay. I'm going to actually be honest with y'all. We had, a, I was tripping. Because I couldn't hear nothing on my headphones. I'm like, we all in the conversation. I'm like, I'm not hearing myself. Yeah. I can hear myself. But I can't hear myself through the headphones, and then, like I kind of just had a freak out moment. But no, we're good now. So we're good. I'm just trying to remember where we stopped off. And so I'm we wearing don't... headphones now, so this is cool. <laughs> you can hear yourself. <laughs> I right? can hear myself. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, got the bachelor's degree. Yeah, occupational science. So yeah, what made you go into that field? Whoa, so I had no clue occupational therapy even existed. So when I started college, um, I actually came in as a biomedical engineering student because I <laughs> that look though. <laughs> no, you smart, smart. You are you got I already know you got a doctor. You smart. I was like engineer, I was like yeah, smart, smart. I really thought I was going to be the person like building all of the machines that would help save people's lives and got to SLU and realized I didn't want to take every math and science class. Like, no. I don't mind the science, but the math, I was like, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> just barely made it all past this trig and like physics and all of this other stuff. So um, I ended up taking a lot of career tests um, at their student services and OT kept being my number one and my number two. So I'm like, what is this OT? And talked to one of the uh, faculty members in the department. I was in that program the very next semester. So that was like, yeah, that was my uh, fall semester. And then by spring, so that would have been 2010, I was in OT by then. So it was quick. I was convinced because it matched all my values. I love people. I have a passion for people. And everything uh, that OT was about was about just really helping people live their lives and like whatever extend our capacity that was um helping me them get there and and i was sold on that oh yeah okay. yeah hmm. Hmm. <laughs> no it sounds very good so yeah. well from the science then to the yeah. therapy yes. therapy so yes Explain this. Uh, explain that to uh, the occupational therapy for the people yes. who don't know. Yes, because I'm sure a lot of people don't know. That's okay. We're gonna clear it up. I don't th- know. Not me. <laughs> I, I I still don't know. I follow her. I still don't know what she does. I'm like, oh, that seems interesting. It's no, okay. No, I'm joking. No, 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 no it's no, okay no. because that gives me an opportunity to talk about no, it. No, yeah, that's. <laughs> so occupational therapy. Um, what it is in its essence is helping people live meaningful everyday lives after illness, after injury, after dysfunction. So most of the stuff that we do every day, we don't think twice about because we have the functionality to do it. But if you've had a stroke, you've been in a car accident, you've been to jail, um, you've been in school and you can't keep up, you begin to notice all the little things that prevent you from completing tasks. So. As an occupational therapist, I come in with techniques and strategies, I come in with coaching, and I do activity analysis to look at this thing and say, okay, you're doing podcasting. If there is something, God forbid, that happened to you right now where you wasn't able to do that, I would develop interventions to get you back. So if you didn't have like uh, postural control, or if you lost ability in your hands, I would say, all right, I know you like podcasting today, we're just going to practice trying to pick up this microphone. And although it might take you 10 minutes to do it after we would do upper body strengthening exercises for your fingers and then also like attentional task you would be able to do that by the end of hopefully one session with me or a couple sessions so it's taking what you do every day and using that to rehabilitate you that's what it is Mm. and if it's done right if it's done subtly it's done in a way that um 
your body kicks in with all of that memory and all that experience mm-hmm. and it gets you back to doing like what you were doing before or possibly even better huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's, that's fair. <laughs> so yeah. think about the function of everyday life um if you have an, an impairment in that in any means any hindrances i'm the person that helps you get back to that okay yeah. that's what's up that's what's up i ain't see I ain't know all that. Like I knew that. I was like, oh, okay. That's 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 important. That's important because a lot yeah. of people don't even think about that. Especially you know you you've been bedridden, sick, yes. like sick, and just like trying to function after that, or mm-hmm. being an accident. Mm-hmm. Just that alone, getting mm-hmm. yourself your health back in order yes. for you to be walking right and just like and that that P- PTSD. Yeah. After driving, yeah. that being an accident, is like I've never been one. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just know I've like, I remember I was in a car with a friend. We was like just parking the street. And then a car was just like coming down the street. I'm thinking, oh, they're going to go around. And it was like flying down and like last minute they turned over. Mm. And I remember my friend, she was just like completely, you know, had a breakdown. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so, so you're hitting it so from all levels. So I don't just look at the physical. I look at the mental. I look at the biophysical. I look at what is the chemistry? What is your brain? Like, how does your brain change after something like yeah. that? So I had another patient who she had experienced um, being hit by a car. And she remembers. The only thing she remembers is hitting that pavement. Mm-hmm. So a part of our therapy was trying to reinforce new positive body experiences to negate that experience of just hitting that concrete hitting that concrete all so helping her regain her body through just everyday activity so we would do things like okay I'm gonna put a visual up today so today you're just gonna remind yourself that you're safe in your space and then maybe the next day you actually go back to the pavement where you were and you can walk across it because she couldn't cross the street Mm. where she was hit Um, so we really had to work to get (laughs) because the funny thing was that that street also led to her job so that was stopping her function to go to work And those are things that we don't think about. So I had a surgery myself back in 2017. Um, I had uterine fibroids. Hmm. And for those of you who don't know, those are like small tumors that can be on a woman's uterus. Had to have those removed. And after the surgery, I couldn't dress myself. I had to get help bathing. I had to get help with almost everything. And thankfully, I'm an OT, so I OT'd myself. Hmm. But for folks who don't have that, most of the time they have to call in like, other therapists, home health, or they end up doing nothing because they don't have the support. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me a while. Like I, it probably maybe takes me five seconds to put on a sock on average. Mm-hmm. During that time, it took me like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and that fifteen minutes doesn't sound long, but it hits differently when you know you can do something in under right. <laughs> like yeah. five minutes before. So I've sat bedside with people who have struggled to put on one sock for forty-five minutes, but after training them how to use a sock aid training them okay you can use this towel to lift your leg to get your leg closer to you so you can put your own sock on we don't all live with somebody we don't all live with support so how do I teach this person to be as independent as possible to be able to do their daily everyday activities again Mm. it's such a humbling experience like I'm typically with people when they're at their lowest and I get to be right beside them as they get back to that place in which they were um, operating before wow yeah Dang, you know, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's heavy. I'm thinking like, yeah. yo, yeah. Yeah. that's something you don't think about. You do not, because we don't have to. And just have to. people that maybe been in that type of experience, yeah. it's just like, yeah, let mm-hmm. I me, mean, like, somebody probably listened to us, like, yeah, I mm-hmm. had OT. Yeah. So, uh, that's, 
That's really wow. I'm kind of blown away for a second. I'm just like, man. And that's how I feel every moment that I'm with people. I think um, so. I've done OT um, in a couple different settings. So school based. So I work with kids. So helping people. You uh, sorry, helping children like learn scissors, how to write their names, how to sit down because some of our kids just have so much energy Mm -hmm. that they're bop bop bopping all around, and that means that they're not getting their schoolwork done, which means people are more likely to hold them back, which means people are more likely to misdiagnose or overdiagnose, especially the kids who look like me and you. So when we when we really try to use therapy in 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 lieu of or in addition to some of those things, we can help get those rhythms back naturally for them. But I've done um, OT in schools, I've done OT in jails and prisons, I've done OTs um, in inpatient rehabs, outpatient clinics, um, and I did travel therapy for a little bit, which is. Um, they send you to um, like facilities that are understaffed and you might work there for a couple months and then you move and you bop to the next joint. Mm. Yeah. That's that's like, see, this is why you go on the show. I knew you were amazing. I knew Uh, it was amazing, but like, this is like confirms. I'm just like, like, just, I'm all for just helping people in general. It's just to have, you know, you went to school, got a doctorate. Yes. Dr. Connors. Yes. Dr. Connors. In the uh, building. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just to see, you know, you that's your, you know, career and just, you know, your path in life is just like, yo, we we getting you back to normal. We getting yes. you back to one. So, I mean, let's just, you know, clap it up, clap it up. Yeah, I mean, we just, <laughs> thank you. I'm just, we're getting back to people being them so getting back to you i don't i don't typically use normal because normal is so different for everybody and what is normal what is that anyway but whatever is meaningful to you what are the goals what are the what is the level of function that you want you know and i tell people i try to do my job so well that you don't you shouldn't even need me anymore i'm not in the business of holding you down oh let me get these extra therapy sessions in so we can keep no we need to stop profiting off of folks Mm. and really prioritize their health their well-being and what can we do to help them reach that truly and like genuinely yeah (laughs) you know just the best st louis guests on my show though just like all these people in your we neighborhood, you, you see you all around. That's and even that saying like, "Oh, you good? I don't need to be here no more." It's just like that. Like most people, oh, I think we need like three or four more sessions to make sure you're uh-uh. right. So, you know, uh-uh. and, you know, they gonna cost you this much and this much. It's, mm-hmm. No, just make sure you're right. And just like it's something I thought about that from being a dancer mm-hmm. and knowing people that had dance injuries and they had to dance differently, and just like even following sports, seeing those. Um, my favorite sports stars going through injuries like mm-hmm. Derrick Rose, who was like great rookie and had great years, and he had like a knee injury it's and devastating. He, like, and he couldn't move the same. Yeah. He couldn't like he was never the same. It's like recently he started getting back to his, you know, mm-hmm. he going he back in his bag now recently. But yeah. just remembering those years of him injuring himself and re-injuring himself and him had to move different. Yeah, and just like I remember other b boys, even for me, like dancing, like. The small injuries I had, nothing had nothing too major. Where I needed surgery, mm-hmm. but it's just like certain ways. I'm just like, all right, my knee is kind of trippy. I can't do this move like I want to, so I have to go this route. And then like me getting older and getting lazier and not practicing like I should and gaining weight, and just like, oh, I can't. Like I be wanting to go to battles. So I'm just like, I am not in the condition of battle. Mm-hmm. So literally, like I would, like you, like I said, I kind of just get myself therapy. I'm like, I can't do this move and this mm-hmm. move, so I have to 
go at this angle. Yeah. So it was just something in me, just like I instantly clicked. Like when you were talking about that, I was like, that's instantly click click for me. Like dance, I'm like out of shape. I can't do this move. This move. So I have to create something new mm-hmm. and go another direction. So I feel definitely, man. That, yeah. It, everything ties in. Everything ties in. Yeah. Oh wow. So mm-hmm. and so moving. I don't think we're not moving on, but uh. We're just gonna talk a little bit, a little bit more about the college life. Yeah. A little bit more about the college life. Um, mm-hmm. for me personally, I went to community college and okay. I dropped out. Okay. Uh, college was not <laughs> for me. Um, okay. it's just even hearing you talking about, you know, you you know, excel really well in uh, high school and then mm-hmm. went, she went straight to school. With me, I just remember growing up out of school was never for me. I was mm-hmm. always a kind of an arty, artist yeah. type kid. It's just like daydreamer. Yeah. And. Even you mentioned like you know you know teachers want to miss down on those kids because they can't sit still. I was a kid that sits still. I was in the back of the class. Mm-hmm. I was always thinking about cartoons, and video games, and just like drawings and dancing and music. So that was like always you know my mind went off somewhere else. And then like schoolwork was simple yeah. at times, but also like with stuff that was difficult, mm-hmm. I always you know detoured it or veered off of it. I'm just like ah oh, this is hard. Let me mm-hmm. find something that's easy. And right. that was always been my mind state until I became, until I like left college, until mm-hmm. I started teaching dance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, I didn't mess myself up. Not for real, but like just knowing that mind state. So it's just like, what was your, like, let me see, how should I say this? Yeah. <laughs> I lost the <laughs> I like had five questions popped in my head, like, ah, oh, let me. So, but even going back, let me just go back to myself real quick. It's just like seeing that this meet is like, they're not explaining anything. Just like, Mm -hmm. you know, teachers, teach teachers how to teach. I went to St. Louis Public. That should be enough right there. Like my elementary school is closed down. So Mm. now I think I always mention that over here. But it's just, this me seeing me just like, growing up and just like not being bothered with school and just like I wish someone explained it differently right. and I talked to this I talked we even talked about this before on the show with uh, Maurice uh, the Visible Man and Sir Irvin III so if you're the first episode listen to and go back if you're on SoundCloud <laughs> just go yeah. back and go to Sir Irvin Williams episode and listen to that mm-hmm. that's a pretty good episode and go to the, the Visible Man episode um, both of them are teachers and tutors they're super amazing, super great amazing shows, and we talk about teaching on that, so I'm not going to go too in-depth. So when I started teaching dance, mm-hmm. it was like trying to, like, build kids up, but I didn't make them, like, it was a dance, it was so, I worked for the dance studio, and normally it was like, well, you teach a routine. Mm-hmm. But it was never my style. I was just like, nah, I don't really know routines. I don't feel like really teaching like a set choreo to a set song that move a certain way mm-hmm. and do this at this point at this point so I taught technique okay so I was like okay so we're gonna, you know well, I'm gonna teach you this move alright yeah I got this so I'm gonna teach you this move and I kept going but you know some kids didn't get it right some kids were slower to get it some kids got it instantly mm-hmm. some kids didn't get the move at all and they would do something completely different mm-hmm. and I encouraged that I was like yo that's super dope that's super fresh like yo that's your move now so it always gave him the confidence. Right, right. After that, and it's like I can't. You in a classroom full of people, and they getting a move, and you do something completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I would tell you, you're not doing what I tell you to do. You're not doing what I tell you to do. Told you to, do, but you're doing something completely different, and it's better. What I was trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. So I was giving him that confidence, and it's just like, man, 
oh, I wish <laughs> teachers gave me this type of confidence, but going to St. Louis Public School and it's just like, it's, you know, classes overcrowding, you have kids mm-hmm. that are like be rowdy and like, you know, they got stuff, a lot of stuff going at home. Right. Or they're super smart. Mm-hmm. And they bore with the class. Mm-hmm. And I witnessed that when I was a teacher and like kids would get, would get stuff instantly. I started messing with other kids. I'm just like, I'm like, you get this instantly, but like, and that was everything clicked. Right. More of the more years I kept teaching, everything was like clicking. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So when you talking about uh, OT, I'm just like, just building people. I'm just like, I like literally had to rebuild myself. Yeah. On learning. Yeah. It's just like remembering teachers talking about, oh, you're slow. Not oh, slow, man. but not just like slow at getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah, so. and I and even listening to your story, like you, you are like a lot of students that are in our school systems. They learn differently. They process differently. So it could be behaviors. It could be cognitive things. Where like literally, it's not that I don't get it. I just don't get it as fast right. as everybody else. Um, and I shouldn't be punished for that. Another thing is sensory. So like a lot of work that I do with kids is like. How do I help them uh, learn how to regulate their own body? Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling jittery, what do I do? Do I need to touch everything? Do I need to hit somebody, kick? No, I don't need to do that, but my body's telling me that I need to do something different and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about you, that would have been a great opportunity because OTs and teachers typically work really, really close together. So um, a a child would typically need an IEP or um, an individualized education plan in order to receive minutes from therapies like occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech, et cetera. However, because we're trying to be more inclusive, everybody doesn't need an IEP, but maybe there's consultation that needs to happen with the teacher to make these classrooms more accessible as far as learning and processing for all students. Because I mean, every once in a while, we all have problems with attention, but that don't mean we all got ADHD, (laughs) right? Maybe we all need a a squishy ball or a a ball to bounce Mm -hmm. on just to like keep our interest going. Because when you're not interested, it is easy to go astray and daydream. And, And it's okay that you're doing it but being able to do both so daydream but also still get your work done because we need you to pass and really have this these knowledge and skills that will help you later in life so I mean I'm I'm just grateful for your story because I think it it really highlights the need uh, for us to be working collaboratively being thoughtful about what we're seeing and not trying to squish students in a box right yeah all right it was just my whole high school elementary to high school life was just like Full of daydreams. Like, I I still don't know how, like, I passed my senior year in high school. <laughs> Legit, like, my last, my third to last, my, my third quarter report card was just horrible. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to repeat. I barely passed any class. <laughs> I barely passed any class. But I ended up passing, like, the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. which I, I, like, I graduated on time and everything. Then I went to college, like, kind of just like, all right, I guess I can do it. Because I was interested in doing video work. Mm-hmm. So this is back, uh, Really telling my age this whole episode. So this is back uh oh three oh four. Okay. When I went to I started going to flow. Mm. So I was into like just video production. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. Like back then it was way more difficult to shoot video and edit video. Now it's you can do it on your phone. Mm-hmm. But then you had like, you know, had to get all this equipment, you had to sign out for it and everything. So that was my thing. It kept my interest. But mm-hmm. like regular classes, it was like the same story, just like mm-hmm. all right, okay, all right. It's not creative. It's, it's not, not engaging. Not, nothing creative. Nothing like hands on. <laughs> yeah. And 
And this also, for me, not learning everything from elementary, middle, and high school properly. Mm. Yeah, you didn't get to build on your learning. I didn't, so I struggle yeah. with, like, writing. Yeah. And that's something, like, I still struggle to this day. Like, I struggle writing. Like, I'll be trying to make a Facebook status, and I, like, I'll get super self-conscious of it. Mm. Like, even to this day, like, I would mm. be like, okay, this just sounds stupid. Like, I'm mispronounced i'm like this this is comical that like this mm-hmm. this and i like mm-hmm. i will delete the statuses but like i'll post every now and again yeah but it's just like at times it's just like i never got the basis of writing i, I know how to write yeah but it's just like for me i just get like every self subconscious really oddly subconscious in my design and go through the roof i'm just like not through the roof i'm just like uh you know what let me shut up let me just, just scroll let me yeah. keep scrolling let me post a picture up <laughs> but that's a barrier to doing stuff that you want to do right yeah. so if you have to second guess everything you're doing yeah even the to the the necessity or the basic thing yeah. how can you do something that you're afraid of if right. you can't do the basic and so um to me that's like trauma <laughs> <laughs> you know you have to either that socially or educationally like you will always and maybe you won't but people will always have that moment of like wait right. a minute i can't speak in public i can't write i can't share my thought my thoughts my art with the world because i can't spell or i'm not confident or right. whatever it is for them right yeah. and a lot of times it'd be just me my stuff in my head i'm like oh this is fine I'm like what oh. i'm tripping about and like i'll relay like okay i left the word out crap mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay but nobody also told you that that was okay right just take a step back take a breath if need be and then yeah. go ahead and do what you need to do yeah so like that's a strategy right so I, I, I think maybe the last three years i started just really learning try to build myself from it from that so but it was like simple class like writing classes i just didn't do the assignments it's just like for me, even the way I explain things, it's just like very mm-hmm. short and sweet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too much like now to where I can like very explain and build on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just like, oh, such, 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 such. And then like, I was like, how am I fit like this into eight pages? Like now, yes. like, oh, the how do Where's I Where's the detail, yeah. And it was just like me going back, like, man, I should went to a, like a better high school. Maybe I should have really sought out and just, it could have been, or it could have yeah. been that you needed better support. So sometimes it's not about always changing the person, but how do we look at what's around the person mm. to make sure they get what they need, that everybody get what they need. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was not trying to sit there session with me. <laughs> See, like, look, and then I was in like, and, right so, now. and I was in seventh grade, and then like, the kids just made fun of me, and like, I just ran, I just ran home. No. I mean, uh, let's no, unpack no, no, that. Let's <laughs> unpack it right now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later? Okay, cool. Okay, later. None on it. I was like, <laughs> this layer in the couch, like, yeah, you know, in second grade. And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, but I be taking it back with people like right. that because that's when it starts. When you have those earliest memories, you have those earliest negative experiences, mm. those follow you. Oh, yeah. And then you transfer them to other people, oh. you transfer them mm-hmm. to other parts of your life. Mm-hmm. And so now you're not only like self-conscious about your writing you're self-conscious about your performance yeah. whether that be in school in the bedroom wherever it, it comes <laughs> out i mean but seriously like yeah. it really will manifest and like show mm. itself in other areas of your life yeah so let's i just build off that the therapy part yeah the therapy 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 <laughs> is highly needed yeah especially in the black community mm-hmm. is very frowned upon and just like go to the wayside mm-hmm. black people barely go to the hospital unless they're dying so let alone going to a therapist uh. and most people you know like to associate oh you going to therapy you must be crazy mm. it's like no i'm not trying to go crazy right 
I'm just trying to, like, most people go when they, you know, hit that wall and mm-hmm. just, like, you know, they just kind of lose it. Mm-hmm. So let's get into therapy. Let's get a little yeah. bit into therapy. Let's not have a therapy <laughs> session with me. It's, <laughs> I can't make any promises. It's natural. Have me unpacking everything. It's just like, I just, <laughs> and Dr. Connors, I, I just told don't know. You, it's just... If I do it right, you won't even know what's happening. That's, right, that's no. what I'm trying to tell you. It's happening for everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. There, there is definitely stigma. But I mean, I can say it is getting better. Like we are, we are getting better about talking more openly about the things that mm. we experience. Of you know, of course, we can always do better. But I do have hope. You know, there are especially like movements. There are programs. Mm. There's a lot of things happening that are exciting to keep us. Um, in our health and our well-being, especially in that mental space, but um, you still get some pushback. There, yeah. there is a perception, like you know, I, that's what I hear all the time. Like this uh, correlation with crazy. Honestly, like by the time you get to therapy, you've already felt like you've gone that way, mm. you know. And so, I try to talk to people about prevention. How do we prevent you, or how do we make sure that you can even prolong that? Because it's okay to like hit a bottom. That's how you get to the top, yeah. right? But you need the right coping skills in order to do that. Um, I think we're very innately resilient. I think we are beautiful. I think we have overcome a lot, but we are hurting and mm. we are broken, and um, we do need a space to heal, and we need that permission to heal. Right. Yeah. And um. Yeah, especially in the black community, it's very, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. I just like going back to my childhood, even to today, mm-hmm. just seeing how like, you know, my uncles, our uncles, our aunts, our mothers, mm-hmm. our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, our cousins, all like mm-hmm. our family people we know, just like, wow. It's me reading about like, you know, health issues, mental health issues now, and just thinking like, yo. Yeah. And it's seeing how it plays out. Mm-hmm. like. I remember my homie uh, Jamarco. It came in my like Facebook uh, memories, and it was just like he was saying something like, "You don't want to." Let me look it up right now, okay. real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, just looking up stuff. Looking <laughs> up stuff. Oh, bam. Mm. No, that's not it. Uh, oh. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Thought we had it. Uh, I see. Like speaking of Joe Button podcast, I said speaking of Joe, I need I need to save on the Don on it so this because instantly just pick up stuff. So I, I found it. So mm-hmm. shout out to the homie Jamarco Lyric. Um, he had posted this in like 2018 and I came in my Facebook memory so I reposted. But this is what he said. This is quote. Mm-hmm. Just because your parents never healed themselves from negative experience doesn't mean you are meant to do the same. Mm-hmm. This is your life and your journey. Own it and take it from me. It isn't your responsibility to attempt to heal them along the way or anyone else for that matter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that like I remember back last year that struck a chord with me and mm-hmm. it's just like like just thinking like even me and my mom had like we were talking how she would tell me stories and it's like knowing that she been through a lot yeah and uh, the age I'm at she had like well my age when, when she was my age mm-hmm. she had like three kids she had two teenagers and then like a I think a three a three year old kid mm-hmm. okay. and living like you know. No, trying to scratch and survive. Yeah. Just working all the time and just like having three boys, mm. having somebody to watch them. That's the struggle. And just her coming from a marriage. Mm. And just like you have a, like, you have, like, oh, I have two grown, kind of grown teenage boys and I have a baby. Mm. That I have to like really Such think of. Such a difference. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and it's just like her to tell her, tell her stories and it's like my mom's been through a lot. Yeah. And like 
just me seeing it grow up. Like, a lot of times I have a negative stigma about my mother growing up because mm-hmm. I was sort of like a cool kid, but also rowdy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that she was like, you know, busting her ass every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you come home, you like, Yo, why ain't nothing cleaner? Like, yeah. like why is this ain't clean? It's just like, sometimes we carry stuff and push it out on people we don't yeah. even know. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the people we're closest to. Yeah. It, it happened to me a few times. Like, I never understood why parents are always upset, like, dishes mm-hmm. in the sink. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I ain't do it. Like, <laughs> I ain't person here. It's, it's a bowl. It's literally a bowl. But you're in proximity. Right, That's right. Like, it, <laughs> it wasn't until, like, I, I, I came home late. Like, I was on a bus. I came home, like, just super late. And I was thinking, like, it's all a bunch of dishes here? Like, what the? No, why is dishes? Ain't no food out. Ain't nobody clean nothing. Like, what? I'm hungry. And, like, oh, I was like, yo. And I was like, yo. This is rowdy. This is chaotic. Oh, my, oh, that's why my mom been going through all these years. Like, just the stress for my day. Mm. Like, catching a bus. Mm-hmm. You know, very catching a bus and working and doing, ripping and running around the streets. Yeah. Then coming home late hungry tired and just like i'm just hungry and tired yeah yeah and i feel like i had to clean up and I'm like nah oh heck nah and I'm just like wow that's what my mom was going through like she was going through every day it's just like and this is the stuff that happened to her through her life mm-hmm. and a lot of times you know my mom said i never took nothing out on us but like indirectly we do take things out on people like i took things out on friends yeah and like we didn't do this unconscious like a lot of times it's unconscious like oh you won't like you won't do that to a stranger, but you do that to your best friend or your closest relative. Mm-hmm. And it's just things like I've even had friends like like try to play you. And I was thinking like, yo, like I look mm. I look out for you. Like right. you gonna do me? But you know, it's not even that they doing you. They doing what they know best. Right. So if that's manipulation, they're mm. gonna do it. But that's I manipulate so I get what I need. There's something missing, right. and that's the way that I know how to get it and so um you know just connecting back to what i do my job is to replace that so instead of manipulating how about you open a conversation instead of using this person how about you work with them um and that's what my guys and my girls at the jail really taught me is that like i mean they are amazing and they go through so much but they're used to operating solo like solo dolo so i don't ask for help i don't say no because that means my loyalty is on the line they know you are first loyal to yourself Mm -hmm. you have to set boundaries for yourself first and so they're doing what they know and you have to give them grace for that i'm not saying you got to excuse them (laughs) but that's the way that they have trained themselves to survive so that i can see another day to come back um and i've had to give my parents space and grace with that because like just my house um my mom's coping skills were a lot different than my dad my mom was very spiritual um at church every time the doors was open right (laughs) and then my dad so more so was like okay i isolate myself i'm gonna hit the bottle every time Mm -hmm. the liquor store door open (laughs) and you know those don't close so um seeing those two starkly different um kind of models i had to say well what's in the middle of this right right. where do i land in this and so i understand this is what he did to feel better i don't necessarily want to do that though Mm -hmm. i don't judge him for it but i don't want to choose that what are my options or what are, what are my go-tos going to be? Um, so I really try to think about, man, these are, this is the context. This is the situation. Uh, these are the habits, the roles, and the routines of this person that led them to these decisions. Because mm. it's really in an effort to balance and make myself feel okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it, like, it doesn't really, like, I think all the mental health really stuff hit me when mm. I started, like, being in relationships as an mm. adult. Yeah. 
And I said this on the show plenty of times. I think I said this in a Taylor the Mirror episode. Mm -hmm. Maybe a few other ones, too. Where it's just like when I was in a relationship, it bring, being in a relationship brings out all your you know, insecurities. Mm -hmm. brings out everything, your flaws, your your best moment, your worst moment. Like, mm -hmm. one of my, my ex-girlfriends, well, I shouldn't say ex, I'm still cool with all my exes, but like old mm -hmm. girlfriends were just like, she seen me at my highest and seen me at my very lowest. Yeah. And it was just like, it was just crazy. It was crazy. And I mean, at the time we broke up, we was not talking to each other and I would see her out. And it was just like, it was always wild to me. I'm just like, yo, like, you know my like secrets. You you see me yeah. like crying for no reason, just mm -hmm. falling out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you see me happy. We both see each other at our worst and at our best. And just like, this one at the one point, we just not talking to each other. We see each other, we're not saying anything. And I always say it's just like it's just crazy. It's like you seeing a stranger yeah. that know all your secrets, mm -hmm. or at some at some moments it's like uh, you're a superhero, mm -hmm. and your villain knows your secret identity. Mm. And it's just like oh, it's like if the Joker knew you know Batman was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's like yo, like ah, oh, that's that's you know that's inside. That's <laughs> like yeah, that's the barrier. Batman's the barrier. Like, <laughs> and that's like, that vulnerability. Know, yeah, that, that like you see somebody. Who has seen you naked in right. a sense? Like you know, and literally, and literally <laughs> but <yes>. naked. <laughs> <laughs> like that means that I can't hide from me or from you. Like that means that you actually see me, right. and that can be scary. Like yeah. for somebody to really see the real you. Yeah, and just being in a relationship and being with that person you know, mm -hmm. all day, every day, and they know and they know your patterns. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of times, you know, I would see like either homies front online mm. and like I'm just a cool guy like I'm and I will know that girl like that ex-girl yeah and they will say something sly yeah. and then I see I would see like kind of a break they would say something to me like they'll be performing she would like whisper something in my ear like you can tell when he does that he's doing it cause he's thinking this and this and this and I'm just like yo <laughs> wow and it was just like she knew him so yeah. well and just like even me when I even guys, they were like, oh, she doing this. If she posting this type of photos, she's going through something. Let me call her right now. Mm. And and I would see, it was just like, man, it's like someone you know and somebody you like do everything for, your, mm. you know, significant other, your partner, you do everything for them. And mm. like also I've seen people in relationships and do them extremely dirty. Because they're hurting, though. Yeah, They just, don't know where to put that hurt. They don't know how to function, right, right. after there's been that separation. So yeah. now what do I do? Yeah, but even <laughs> in the relationship, just them hurting them and yeah. just hearing, like, guys cheat on a women or women cheat on a man. And it's just like, wow, what's the – I'm like, dang, what's the hurt coming from? Like, why you do this person? Like, I remember just uh, – it was this old Vine. Mm -hmm. Oh, Vine on Instagram, one of them. And it was this kid. It was just like – I said, I can't, kid was like, I can't trust no dude that cheat on his girlfriend. Like, you want to cheat on your girlfriend? She cook for you. She clean for you. <laughs> she take care of you. And she has sex with you. Like, and you going to screw her over? See. No matter what. I don't know what you will do for me. Like, right. I don't do none of that stuff for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that tells me that, like, it, it's not about them. It's something within me. Yeah. That, that enabled me to do that so you're just catching what i'm feeling mm -hmm. but it's me like either i'm feeling insecure i'm feeling unsafe i'm feeling like i'm never gonna be loved again right and so like what can i do to hold on to this even though it's probably unhealthy mm -hmm. in most cases 
I need to have control out of, of this. Yeah. I really need that because it doesn't feel good when I'm out of control. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I even go back and we like kind of OT yourself, yeah. like yeah. trying to get stuff into another relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people feel like, and this thing we have today mm. with the millennials. The oh. millennials. Is that who we are? The millennials. <laughs> I hate that we're like, oh, the millennials. Uh, at it again. Uh. Uh, <laughs> um, I can say I was saying to somebody. Yeah, I've been. I haven't been in a, like a real relationship in three years, mm-hmm. but I've been through five breakups. Mm. How'd that happen? Exactly. Uh, I did. Uh. Exactly. I've been a fish. Last time I was a fish with someone was three years ago. Okay. But since then. From that, from it was like February 11th, mm-hmm. February 11th, three years ago to now, I've been through five breakups mm. in that time frame, and okay. just like I know, we was never official, but we acted like we, we assumed the roles. Like we, we assumed the roles. Yeah, I had a natural family. I'm on my family dinners. Oh, that's dangerous. You can post some pictures <laughs> of me on your social media. Like, what are we doing? Why? And <laughs> we're not official, like. And it's, it gets to that moment, like, people want to be quick to leave. Like, everybody get that first for real hurt. Mm-hmm. And they want to, like, all right, I ain't going to step into a relationship unless I know it's official, official. Like, I have, like, I know one of my, one of my homegirls had posted a boyfriend. Like, you know, like, oh, this is my bae, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, we get together. I'm just thinking, like, huh. I'm like, wow, this guy must really prove himself. Mm-hmm. You must have been talking to him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I remember some uh, home, one of the homegirls were like, yeah, they've been talking for, like, almost, like, a like two years. Mm. I was like, what? What? Hold on. <laughs> two years? I tried to flirt with her last year. Wait, hold Wait on. Wait a minute. I ain't know it was in dangerous waters. Hold on. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But people a lot of times keep their you know, relationship on the wraps, mm-hmm. but also they will play house or play boyfriend and girlfriend for a long time. And then so they can make that quick exit. That's something I realized that like the situationships or mm-hmm. quote unquote relationships I've had in the last three years. They all been relationships, mm-hmm. and I was I was telling my one of my friends that it's like it's still a relationship. Even you just having sex with that person, mm. it's a relationship. Yeah, y'all doing something together, and y'all <laughs> going by your separate ways. It's just like even you dating somebody several times, you hanging around them. It's a relationship regardless, but not like a relationship relationship, yeah. not official. But it's just like you have a relationship, you have highs and lows with this person. Yeah. And I remember one, one of my last few situations. It was just like, we would spend a lot of time together. But I caught it. I was just like, wait. So I kind of asked her, and I told her I was not, feel, I was not there yet. Because mm-hmm. the stuff I've been hurt from mm-hmm. the past, I'm mm-hmm. trying to build for myself. And also, I knew the relationship would work either. Yeah. So I remember just kind of just falling back, falling back. You know, kept telling her, like, no, nah, I'm cool. Then I just broke it off with her. Mm-hmm. And then seeing, like, the hurt in her. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, I'm like, I mean, a relationship. What are you tripping about? But her, but it was but something. Just, it, it was, was something. something. Yeah. It was something. And it's just like I was trying to be as honest as I can. I mean, not been fully out to her. I was not all the way honest. So we weren't like, being honest then. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me call you right quick. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're called, <laughs> I felt that. I saw like I saw what I right when I said that. You I said saw like song. oh hey. hey. <laughs> I was like oh. You gave me that one. But no, like, I mean, to your point, I think people are quick to leave because they don't know how to stay. Mm. What do what does healthy communication look like? Yeah. What, what does it mean to sit in conflict? Right. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, but we don't like to sit in it. We like to just get mad, but we don't know what else to do. Again, right. like all of those skills to a healthy relationship, we don't have them or we don't have the patience to gain right. them. And I, I also think of like 
man playing house or playing in general we gotta stop faking it till we make it all that time that you spent faking something you could have truly been building skills to get what you were trying to get from the first place so don't fake it like just what are the skills that I need? I don't be honest. That self-assessment of yourself, right. be honest. I, I'm strong here. I need to improve here. Mm -hmm. And so I will build that foundation to be who I truly want to be by not faking. So mm -hmm. yes, don't fake that. Don't play that. <laughs> be in a relationship. Commit to that. Understand what it takes for you and that person specifically. Because mm -hmm. what works, say, if me and you was together, what works for us, look, don't give me that look. <laughs> You gave me that look, one. You gave, you me, gave that me that one. I was like, oh, you felt right. <laughs> you felt right. <laughs> so what, what would work for us doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. So it's like you are taking um, experiences from other people and you're taking little gems from them, mm -hmm. but they're not you. You yeah. know you. You know her or whoever that person is. Really learn each other and unlearn some stuff too. Right. Like you got to unlearn walking away. Sometimes that's not it. Yeah. Like I need to be mad at you and that's okay. That was one of the things that I struggle with in relationships because I am so happy like dad I can't be mad I'm a happy person but that's not that's not it you you have the right to feel every point of the emotional spectrum and if you really did something that warrants my anger I'm finna beat it like now I know that but right. younger me didn't always know so I had to learn and unlearn some things and I encourage everyone that is listening to like really look at yourself and look at it from a skills perspective what skills do you have mm -hmm. what skills do you want and then what skills do you ultimately want to get to right Right. Facts. 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 Gems. All the gems. Yeah. No, it's just like this going in my past relationships, just like I've been watching other people relationships. Like I've known people who be together. Like I know they're not official. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's just like a theme, like almost like around the country, almost even around the world. Around the world, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> like so many like day naps and all that it's just mm -hmm. people quick to like oh I can find someone else in uh, in five minutes mm -hmm. that's it's that just, accessibility yeah I think that's kind of <laughs> like kind of you know make stuff a little bit harder but it's just just knowing just like people will be it was just so weird just people who have that mind state of doing everything and then get mad at the person for catching feelings Mm. Or you yourself, you don't want to catch feelings. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to go down this road again. I don't want to go down this road. At least I don't mean today. Like this girl, she's like, I don't want to say I want a true love, but I don't want to experience hurts. Mm. And it's a risk you're gonna have to take yeah, every to day. Like yeah. we, people will fly to fly airplane airplanes, but they have to get on them. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing, people will fly to afraid to fly on airplanes, but get into a car, mm -hmm. and there's way more car accidents airplane crashes mm -hmm. and a lot of people are like oh, I'm afraid I'm afraid like there's times people will be on a phone mm -hmm. while they driving on the highway on a busy street or they've been drinking and driving or they've been sleepy and driving mm -hmm. and just like you can easily get into a car crash mm -hmm. and you know injure yourself or die mm -hmm. and it's just like we have that we that's like a normal thing for some people like it's Friday Saturday night people out there are gonna drink and drive this weekend mm -hmm. hope y'all hope y'all don't Call Uber, or call me. I'll come pick you up mm -hmm. in my big old <laughs> in this van I got right now. But um, it's just as a risk, as a major risk that is a risk that is like we still like afraid to like fall in love or be with somebody and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's another it's a line I have in one of my like poetry rap pieces. It's mm -hmm. just <laughs> I said, oh wow. 
Oh, I'm not sure. I'm just saying this. this is, is it very... that beautiful? Is no, that... no, it's just very raw. <laughs> okay. It's just, I was I was thinking about it today because I'm trying to finally fully write. Mm-hmm. This is how I, I like when I do my poetry, my pieces, my raps, all that. Mm-hmm. I write. I have a bunch of lines, and I try to write from that line. Mm-hmm. I try to write like a whole sixteen mm-hmm. or thirty six or whatnot from that one line. So this line I literally been having in my head for years. It's just she had trust issues. I don't know. I said, well, I'm going to say for this part. I'm like, she had trust issues, mm-hmm. but she had sex without a condom. Mm. And that's the one hell of a trust exercise because mm. it's a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people, it's people like that that have trust issues, but, you know, have sex unprotected. I'm just like, that's one hell of a trust exercise. It is. but it, and It's it, just like that vulnerable to you, that vulnerable to, like, leave yourself open to, like, mm-hmm. STDs or maybe having a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I just feel like, but I know that like heartbreak is harsh. Mm-hmm. I I haven't been through it a few times, but it's just like, oh, you think you're really dealing with somebody? But I felt that in my situationships that I've been in, mm-hmm. like the last one I was in, I was thinking like, oh, this is really good, this is really going well. I think she might be Bay. Okay, I'm doing a lot of stuff, <laughs> and it's just like and she just sidestepped me like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, okay, uh, you're not answering my text no more. You Aww. you just not uh, you didn't you didn't told me off in the text and just like. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> and you get That's that, hard. and it's just like yeah, you have to OT yourself and pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and that's why you need somebody who's outside of you, right? Because you'll start to pick up real quick what was already the red flags that we chose not <laughs> to see. Like even from what I'm hearing, I'm like, so we we didn't even know what we were, or we both were not clear about that, and then we wondered how we got here. Mm. Let's step back and take a look at how we. That's one of those like, we, uh, yeah. I'm here every other day. I like I'm spending the night. I have a bag. You know, I got a draw now. But what's like, valuable to each person is different. <laughs> so you saw this as like true effort, but that to another person could be like, okay, you over here and right. so. Right. When you're not on the same page about that, and y'all reading different books. Right. And just like <laughs> that communication. I'm okay. Okay. I'm very horrible at communication. Thank you for that. I, I'm extremely horrible. I really appreciate this. I don't text back. <laughs> I don't call nobody. If I wasn't, if I live with my family, they would probably never hear from me. Yeah, well, at least you know this about yourself. <laughs> I know this. I, I, I ain't about shit on that. Like oh, okay. completely. I'm probably. I might have a girlfriend right now if mm-hmm. I have my communications up, but it's not. It's horrible. I don't mm-hmm. text or call anybody. Even girls that's interested in me, I never text them back. Like, oh, that's sweet, and my mind will go somewhere else. I'm like, oh, she sent me a text. Oh, let me look on Instagram. I'm like, oh, let me watch this anime real quick. Oh, let me uh write some stuff. And I didn't go to sleep. But that's just me. So I know, and it's like, even in those situations, just artists in general, mm-hmm. I know, even at work, mm-hmm. they even say communication is a weak point for me. I'm just like, mm-hmm. Martel, you never check in on us. Uh-huh. We're just wondering. Uh-huh. We just want you to check in with the PTL so we can mm-hmm. tell you what to do. I'm just like, Oh, okay, yeah, um, show. So you've heard this. What do you do to <laughs> actually try to address it? Because it's coming I, from some angles here. It's a lot of angles. I'm just being honest. Like, no, no, I, no, I, I want to know the honest <laughs> the answer. So what is the doing that you're doing to get better at your communication? Uh, you know. Um, and if you don't have anything, that's okay, too. I wish I had something. You know what? I try. I'm going to give you some homework. What? You you in therapy now? Because we don't have no steps, we don't have no actions. You keep hearing it, and yeah. then nothing is being done. But there might be a reason. Are you nervous? Like, <laughs> no, I think 
Well, one of the main things I know, I, mm-hmm. I, I picked it up on myself a few times. Okay. Um, one is very selfish thing that I'm trying to kill and cut out. Mm-hmm. I like the feeling people always contacting me, which mm-hmm. is a very, like, I have an ego. I have a really big ego. Like, one of my girlfriend, Max girlfriends would tell you, like, I have a very big, I'm very full of myself. So okay. it's humble and chill I am. Mm-hmm. Low key, I'm very humble. I'm not, I'm very full of myself. Okay. Um, for some reason, I always like the appeal of co- people calling me or texting me first. Because mm-hmm. I would actually think about calling and texting people, but like it would be like midnight or 1 a.m. or 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. the earliest. It'll be late. And I'll be like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. I can't text them right now. They probably sleep. I don't want to call her. I don't want to be like, hey, it's mm-hmm. 1 a.m. I'm like, hey, so uh, yeah, bring me the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'll call you 1 a.m. Like, what? what? No. Right. No, but um, just in general, from that. Um, like I make, I like I make efforts on like calling people and texting people lately. But what is the appeal? It's just appeal. Being <laughs> what, what is the appeal? We're gonna undress this. Oh, how I got this undress is like, yeah. and somebody listening like, yeah, tell a girl, <laughs> uh, get him, read him. No, no. Um, <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to read. No, no, you. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking to read. I'm joking. I always say that, but, but uh, what's, what's this appeal? No, it was like this appeal. Just like, okay, they want to talk to me, and it's like from being like years ago, like mm-hmm. calling people. Like, remember, just actually my first texting mm-hmm. a girl. Like mm-hmm. when I actually had like a sidekick. Mm-hmm. That sidekick, yeah, sidekick. I had a sidekick on Real just bag. like with texting. <laughs> was the thing mm-hmm. back in the day? We had. Before I had a sidekick, I had the little small phone where you had to, you know, hit the number three times mm. to get to the letter. Got lucky. Mm-hmm. Got a little kiss. And then I got, got whole keyboard. <laughs> we had to, like, oh, three. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. I messed up. I go all over again. Uh. You had to, like, it took you, like, 10 minutes to text mm-hmm. one sentence back in the day. Unless you were just cold. But, mm-hmm. um, and it was just, like, the main thing, I always feel like I don't want to always be a bother to somebody. Okay. And that's one thing. You don't want to be that person. Like, I used to hit, I remember when I was young, I used to hit people up all the time. And, then, like, sometimes you want to feel like a bother. Mm. So, that may be one of the main things. A lot of times, I don't care. I'm going to bother them. So, I know that, I always knew that was a source of, like, I don't feel like I'm bothering somebody. But lately, I'm just like, okay, I I literally will forget. Like, I'll be in my mind, like I said, between tabs open, 14 mm-hmm. of them are playing music. And I'm trying to make, I was, I'm really trying to make myself better from it. Yeah. So the appeal from what, what I'm what I'm hearing you say is the appeal is just when they text you or that when they hit you up, you know that you're wanted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. you you can like check off or cross off the fact that I'm not a bother. I'm mm. not being annoying. And this person genuinely like wants to talk to me. That's yeah. like super cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you're not a bother, but you do need to improve your communication skills. Yeah, you know, bothering you might be bothering somebody at one AM. But if you if you make efforts to call a little earlier, maybe even at nine PM, right? <laughs> no, that's like my brain was like working, like, oh, okay, oh, I need to hit such and such, such and such. And it was like I would forget. Like also I think it's the procrastination. Okay. I haven't really bad at procrastinating. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. So it's just like putting it off, putting it off, and then it will be like one or two a.m. I was like, oh. then you feel like you can't do it. Then you've messed up. Then you've done it again. I and, like it. It again. and it's just yeah. like also I'm a type of person. I'm everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, eventually we'll run it to them. Eventually, like I would see them. So no intentionality, just hoping you would. Like, yeah, hope. I literally hope I'm everywhere. Hoping. I'm at every event, every party, every function. Like I will run into this person eventually, which would like and me 
I don't like reflecting on that now and just mm-hmm. even in the past it's just like uh, mm-hmm. it put me it really set me back mm-hmm. or made stuff very slow for me uh, mm-hmm. I really screwed up some money for mm-hmm. myself I screwed up some opportunities mm-hmm. so that's so one. can you write some stuff down can you <laughs> can you set like a voice reminder like you're very visual like there can be things that yeah happen. I started doing that because yeah. that would happen on, like I'll start putting reminders on my phone like I'll forget to pay bills and I'm like why well, my phone not working oh okay let me go and pay T-Mobile real quick yeah so I'm a little bit a little I'm making steps you are making steps making someone, I know like I I want to type people like if I know I go to a therapy session I'm like I know my, I know what's wrong with me I do this and that and this and this but why. Yeah. Like right now, like <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Like, but you're learning about yourself yeah, too. Yeah. Like that moment of reflection brings that clarity. Yeah. You might know why you're doing what you're doing, but you don't know where it stems from. Right. And it's like that. Yeah, when I really do think about it, it started with them sidekicks and folks not getting back to me. <laughs> that's right. why I'm still not doing nothing. Right. It's just like that's the first time you ever like get curved. Mm. Like for my people out there, you ever got the first time? Let's think about. It's, I know it's probably traumatic. You probably cry. <laughs> You may need to take a <laughs> shot of something. The first time you got curved from somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I had this girl number I, I was going to Forest Park, and I was like, oh, okay, she cool. I'm going to try to holler at her. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Crickets. <laughs> and so, this, like I'm saying, this is back, whew, 08, 07 so at times back then, you know, the towers was all that good. Sometimes people text didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the text didn't make it. People got texts a week later sometimes. Ask anybody in that era, like, yeah, I remember getting a text a, week, a text a week later. We were having some this. difficulties in that time. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh, she really like got it. So send another text like a week later and nothing happens. And I remember calling like, hey, yeah, I text you. They're like, oh, word, I never got the text. I'm like, oh, okay. So what you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like you know, even now to recently, like you know, you hit somebody up and they don't say nothing. I'm like, hey, you so. Me real quick. I ain't, I ain't about shit right now. So, we we all go through that. We all yeah. been through that. Yeah. Just like, I, I, I thought we was cool. I thought mm-hmm. we was cool in the game. Well, I guess we not no more. Um, but sometimes it's not that we not cool. Like, maybe I was legitimately busy. Maybe you need to wait. Maybe you need to learn some patience, right? Or because it's, like, not as quick as we want it to be, then right. that equates to Ooh. you're not interested. Not like that. Because there's some people, like, I text this person. Oh, I see you on Instagram, though. I see you on Instagram. I see you on Facebook. I saw you like that chick picture. I like, know you did. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's because this. I was doing something. Right. <laughs> and I remember, oh, so I remember one time, like, just being before, maybe, like, four years ago. And I remember being on my laptop, just working and doing stuff. And my phone is in the other room or behind me, and mm-hmm. I, it is going off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. And then, like, three hours, four hours later, I'm looking like, missed text, missed phone calls. Yo, where you at? Where you at? I'm like, oh, oh I, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this. But as a people in general, I know I try to, you know, I'm, me, I try to be more open in my communication. But, as, like, as people, I just see it a lot. Like, yeah. we will ghost on somebody. We will fall back on somebody with no explanation. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time um, this girl I was interested in. Mm-hmm. We was dating, we was hanging out, we went on like two dates, and just like, she was super honest with me. Like, she approached me, and all That's that. Different. She approached, I was like, oh, you came for me? Mm-hmm. You started with my deals? Uh, you found me Oh, She listened to she like, Marty, shut up. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, no, nah, yeah, but don't, 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 don't make a scene, don't make a scene. I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about you. Oh. Anyway, so. <laughs> Hello? Um... <laughs> 
But like, why well, I appreciate her besides her, you know, shooting a shot and like seeing what's up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't feeling it. She yeah. was just like, and she called me. She was just like, hey, Marley, what you doing? And I'm like, no, nah, you know, I'm traveling, doing much. She might go to this party. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, you're a very great guy, but you know, I'm just be cool. I think she just be friends. And I was like, mm-hmm. and so I was like, ah, oh, hurts, damn. doesn't it? I was like, but it's the oh. truth. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, is, is there a reason why? She's like, no, I don't know real reason, but you know, I just feel like I just feel better. We just be, you know, friends and cool. And I was like, all right, cool, bad. I respect that. I I respect it to this day. Yeah. And I still crack jokes. I remember just cracking jokes about her like recently about it. And I'm just like, I respect that. Like, you made a, you commute. You talked on. We talked on the phone. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to chill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're a great guy, but it's like I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do this. It's just her decision, and right. I I respect and I appreciate that you receive that because I've been in situations where. You know, I'm trying to tell somebody that same thing and it's I'm the meanest person in the world and I have to explain myself and that they just won't take no for like literally like it's nothing that you did. I don't want to waste your time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste mine. And I'm being honest with you instead of like playing these games and getting into these situationships. Let me just stop it here because mm-hmm. it stops now. Right. And and so I know I just really want to thank you for being uh, like just receptive in that because it could have went some other ways <laughs> um, I think any girl I dated or been with is like I'm chill I'm very open and very understanding like I'm not gonna like oh no F you B no you right but some of us don't know how to take no. block you no no get this trick no like that's rejection for some people some people don't know how to really sit with that no and it's a problem for them right and it was just open I was like oh cool I don't waste my time like it was just like ah but I don't have to waste my time. I have to, okay, I can move on. But you can also get to somebody who feels the same way. Yeah. Like, why muddle in this when you can literally be with somebody who does light up when they see you, who yeah. does want to spend time with you? Yeah. Get to that. Get yeah. to that good part. Yeah, get to that. Get, everybody, <laughs> get to that part. I'm, this, ain't, this ain't for me. I just, I'm like, wait a minute. She's getting me with the, the therapy session. But I'm like, no, it's for everybody. We're talking in general. <laughs> she got me reflecting like I'm all like, oh, you know, and also Dr. Connors, and all. Yeah. but um, <laughs> we can do this again. I mean, I have open appointments, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I have to pay you on that one. No, I have to pay. No, I, have to, I have to pay you. Y'all, you're out here, so um, we gonna move on. Move on. Yeah. We gonna we'll wrap the show up a little bit. Cause I don't okay. know what time we at. <laughs> wow, man. But I think that's the whole session. Cause he start. He start recording right when we put the headphones on. So um. Move on. That was a great session. Yeah, that was I great, very. Um, but we was just moving on for the second time. Absolutely. Uh, so, graduated. Mm-hmm. Got your doc. I was at the party. Yes, you did. You came through. I came. I was at the party. <laughs> I told her, shout out to Herb Arts. Uh, yes. Shout out to MK. That's one of my main mentors. Um, she looked for a spot. I'm like, oh, go to Herb Arts. Black yeah. owned. Yes. Great space. Yes. Um, you did not steer me wrong. No, Thank I would you never, for that. never steer you wrong. Yeah. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I remember going because I was just like I got off work mm-hmm. and changed real quick. I didn't go home. I just like did a Batman change in the car, drove over there and it was just like it was lit. Whole whole party was lit. <laughs> Family it was a like, food, <laughs> drinks. Yes, 
kids running around dancing. I was like, oh, they enjoy. It. I don't Shout know. out to my family. Seriously. I don't know nobody here <laughs> besides Brittany and one guy's familiar. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, oh, let's go, Rich. Oh, I know Rich. Rich works here. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was great. It was definitely great. So uh, great celebration. I was there for a minute because it was a Smino concert yeah. later on. I was like, oh, let me go and see Shmino. Yeah, because I would uh, I would have saw him too if I yeah. wasn't graduating. Yeah, trust yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but me and me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, everybody, I'm gonna go to the concert. <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourself. Thank you for the gifts. Yeah. And for those who didn't get a gift, hit me on the cash app at I don't know Marty. Oh, <laughs> hit me the PayPal and I got an Amazon wish list. All that. Hey. That would have been me. I, I did that. I did that one time my birthday party. I tried to sneak off and go to Six Flags with my cousin. Mm. Anyway. Great party. Um, she looked beautiful, oh, amazing. Thank you. It was just great. I was like, oh look at, oh, just looking at this glowing, this glowing. This, she always got a smile on her face, but it was just like an extra smile. It was an extra big smile. She was just glowing. Like before I walked in, I saw the beams coming out the window of Earl Bars. Ultra light beams. I was, I was like, oh. Look. I stayed there like, hey. I did a little quick two-step, took a picture with her. And it was just like amazing. She had a whole cake. <laughs> had a face on it. Look, that was my family. Like, they know. <laughs> like, that was a huge moment for us. Like, I'm a first-generation college student. And I'm like the first doctor in my family. I'm not not like the I am the first doctor mm. in my family. So that was for all of us. Um, yeah. My cousin, shout out to my cousin Tiffany. Um, dang, I don't even like to start naming people. There's so many people <laughs> that, you know, have... Um, always just let me be me and grow but like my family that was that was for us and so that beam was from we did it like yeah. literally like we did it and that's why um even sidetrack a little bit yeah. but like just the the push mm -hmm. one thing i always love about black families we might not have much mm. but we we put everything together for yeah. one thing it's gonna happen yeah. So I I can like I felt that in the yeah. room I walked in and like your family was so proud and happy for you yeah. like oh she went to college mm -hmm. then she got a doctorate mm -hmm. we have a doctor in our family like, I felt that yeah. without them saying it yes I felt that when I walked into the room that's why I was like literally I saw the energy yes burst out the burst out the windows before I even walked in because mm -hmm. I felt that love when I walked in. I was like man like that I like. I don't like to say I'm an empath, but I just like I just felt that it. it's just yeah. a, such a love. Yeah. It's just like you made it, and it's like mm. she had a whole cake. It's a picture of her, <laughs> and I was like, I I ain't had time to eat the cake, but I, was, I couldn't cake. like I don't think I could cut into her. But Nobody like, I'm did. eating your leg. <laughs> I Nobody mean your face. face. <laughs> I'm like, I'm chewing on your teeth. Nobody ate my <laughs> face. They were really <laughs> careful about it. Like, I ain't, I'm literally chewing on her teeth. I'm like, no, I can't do that. It was a beautiful cake. Thank you. Um, But it was just such a great moment. Like, I, I felt a lot of love there. Yeah. The time I was there. And it was just like a push. I was, and I felt that push and that proud moment. It's just. It's funny that you mentioned push because, like, my family and my friends that were there that night, they're just like, you're the type of person that makes me want to be better and if that is the push if that is the energy that i am able to give off like then i'm i'm really living my life's purpose yeah. um because again that's what you felt is not the product um or the appeal or this or just the prowess of one person mm -hmm. that is a community that is yeah. like 
such a, a together effort because you know for those who loved me who poured into me whether that be spiritually financially mentally whether that just be like seriously you're happy don't turn down right. that really um helped me become who i am and, and as optimistic and as happy as i am like i have to thank them for just pouring into me in ways that let me know it's okay to be me uh. and it's okay <laughs> No, that was the that was the beautiful thing I saw there. I was like, I wish I could have stayed a little bit longer. That's so but also, I'm super awkward. I ain't know anybody. And I was like, ah, oh, so oh, look, no my Brittany. mama would have came and got you. My family's hella cool. <laughs> no, I, that was cool. I was like, yeah. hey, get, get, get you a plate. And I'm just <laughs> right. like, you know, I'm cool. I, you know, I ate at work. You know, I'm about to head to this concert. If you would have been there any longer, they would have force fed you. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's everybody's family. Like, I remember uh, <laughs> going to my grandma, seeing my recipes of my grandmother, and. Uh, mm. Go to my grandma auntie house and just like, yeah, you know, your grandma gonna feed you. Like, you hungry, baby. Like, you know, <laughs> my auntie be like, my auntie be like, yo, you want something to eat? You know, I got this in the picture. I got this. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, you don't eat. You, know, it's, it's, you never eat. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? But, yeah, I just had to shout, I had to shout that out definitely. Cause I, that, was, that was such a beautiful moment. It really um, was. Um, let's see what else we want to wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. So... The last part, on the last part of the mm-hmm. podcast, we've been we going in. I love episodes like this. Like <laughs> in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and make this episode sixty minutes, seventy minutes, and just like, I think my favorite, ep- a lot of my favorite personal episodes are like two hours, mm. two hours and a half, three hours. I was like, ah, dang, I'll talk for this long, like, ugh. But it Man, doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel, it doesn't like, feel it. like it. And it's just like, ah, oh, this bill is going to be even longer. Like, oh. <laughs> but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this bill is going to be even bigger. Like, ah, oh, why did... <sighs> but you're doing what you love. Yeah, I'm doing, you know. I'm like, doing, I'm, seriously. Yeah, I'm doing what I love. You know, just um, main reason. I think I said it in the pilot. So go back to the pilot episode to understand why go I'm doing this. Go back and reflect. On why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a little bit uh, information right now. So me... Being me growing up in scene around St. Louis, people always say I'm quiet. I'm just observant person. I just like I like to be. Also, me I don't text nobody for real. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to talk to me, I would talk to you. Yeah. Because I don't want to be like. Also, I don't want to be an awkward moment. Just like you know, pushing up on somebody's conversation. Like, hey, what y'all doing there? Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I do that. I still do. I do that now. I just be awkward. You stand like, oh, what y'all talking about? Huh, okay, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And this is awkward. I'm just there like, oh. It's looking at me like, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? I'm Marty. I don't know Marty. What's <laughs> up, Grant? Grant Leroy, all that. Love of fun. Um, <laughs> you got to do that intro. like yeah, I, That breaks like, the ice. <laughs> that it breaks the ice. I do that when I look, when I do stand-up, when I host. Mm-hmm. I like I go, I go do the AKAs like I'm part of the Bodega Boys. Shout out to the Bodega Boys, <laughs> Jesus and Merrill. You know, if I want to listen to this podcast. But that's one of the reasons. I literally, <laughs> I literally go by those AKAs. People like, why are you always doing the Bodega Boys? I'm like, look, my name is Martel. People call me Marty. I don't know Marty. That's the poet rap host name. Mm-hmm. Grand Leroy is the b-boy name. I am the father of floral, floral poppy rosetti, because I love floral patterns. I love <laughs> flowers. If you follow my Instagram, I'm always posting flowers. You have it on I right have now. A, yeah, I have it on yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I have a party called Floral Fresh. Mm-hmm. That's, I have all that. Like, I have, I have all that. Yeah. So just, I love legit go by. Anyway, um... Yeah, so the main reason is just like people just I'm not talkative and just like 
I was like, let me do something. And I know so many cool, amazing people. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you, Dr. Connors. Thank you. As you can tell by this episode. As you. And everybody that's been mm-hmm. on this episode prior to her and in the future, everybody's amazing, super cool. And, like, I love my city. Mm, me too. Like, as much people, you know, this ain't the best. It ain't New York. It ain't L.A. It ain't Look, Atlanta. we us. We ain't got to be nobody else. Right. It's a lot of great people, a lot of great things here. You you got to find it. Yeah. Okay. And I know, <laughs> so, like, I know so many amazing, beautiful, wonderful black people. Yes. Creative people in St. Louis. Who changing the city? Like yeah. literally are changing the scope of the city. Yeah. And so I'm always there with them, always see them being amazing. So that's so why I have this podcast. Yes. Right here. And we had a black owned record label. Hey. Farfetch. Hey. Shout out to Farfetch. Hi. Shout out to Damon Davis. <laughs> Shout, and listen to his podcast, Damon and Damon. Um But anyway, um what's going on? So the reason I did a podcast. So let me wrap this up real quick. Um, so, yes. you're a doctor now, so yeah. um, you out. Mm-hmm. You out, just out there. I'm living life. I'm just you're out living. here. You're just you out here. Feel um, free from school. Free, that's the main <laughs> thing. Like, I wasn't going to go a whole school spiel, but uh, no, nah, we, ain't, we ain't have time. We don't have time today. We don't have time. That's a whole episode and stuff mm-hmm. about school, um, mm-hmm. college life. Yeah. Um. So, what you doing now? Um, yeah. So, um, what you doing now with mm-hmm. your doctorate and, like, mm-hmm. what your from, like, because it's always a very leap yeah. from when you graduate. So, I, I know a lot of people that graduate and just like, okay, now what? Yeah. Or, like, okay, where the job's at? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, that too. So, just yeah. kind of briefly. Yeah. Or uh, whatever. It ought to be briefly, but however you want to do it. It's like, <laughs> your transition right now from Absolutely. just, like, graduating to being a real real. Yeah. So for me, um, that what next was not much of a question because um, I've been practicing for four years already. So I've already been I've been employed. And so um, it it really more so was what do I want to do next? And so um, I was working for St. Louis University. Um, Shout out to the Occupational Therapy Transition and Integration Services there, um, which is that jail based OT that I was doing the past two years helping folks transition from jail to community and then stay in the community so these systems can stop eating our folks and throwing them away um but um i decided that i was going to make the leap into entrepreneurship so i quit my job so i stopped working for SLU. um i graduated and i started my own business so that's where we are now so my business is called optimistic theory and um i provide occupational therapy services in the community so my goal is to fill the gaps um where service and quality of care is needed um and i work with uh kind of all over the range now but my specialty is mental health Mm -hmm. i love 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 community mental health and so I have clients that are individually based, I have clients that are organizations, and I have clients that are actually businesses. So whatever we can sit down and collaborate on, if you address something that like that's a need for us, that's an occupational thing that like we're either struggling with, we're having a hard time with, Mm -hmm. and we need somebody to come look at it. Um, I'm a consultant, or I can directly contract and like address that thing and get you to the point where like, yes, this is the level of function we desire. We know these are all of um, kind of the parameters but how can we be our best selves and how can we do meaningful work because it's one thing to do stuff but Mm -hmm. if it has no meaning it has no meaning and your life does not also have 
that meaning. Um, so my goal is to help people get to that point. Um, so yeah, you can follow me on Instagram is Optimistic Theory. Follow me on Facebook, Brittany L. Connors. Um, I love talking to people. I love hearing people's stories. And I just love collaboration. So I am doing what I can to help our community. Um, I just met with Shiraz uh, Gorman of Sibling oh, Support shout Network. Shout out to Shiraz. Yes. Um, <laughs> she is doing amazing work. I know that button would be really useful right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like, again, filling that gap. She is filling that gap for those um, folks who have lost siblings to violent crime. Yeah. Um, her story is amazing. I really applaud her. But um, I met her at one of her community meetups, and, like, we just had, like, a brain blast. And I've yeah. been rocking with her, yeah, and it's been, like, amazing. a month or so ago now. I love her. <laughs> I know I'll have her on episode. That's going to be a four-hour episode because oh, she'll man. go like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she 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 could be a whole podcast in herself. Right. But, like, um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like, I get to make my own moves. I get to say I want to work with Sibling Support Network. I get to make that happen. I get to do those things as I see fit with people who look like me. And, and I love everyone. Trust me. Like, I will do and go to bat for everyone. But, but having doctors mm -hmm. having therapists that look like you yeah i mean it's priceless yes and we need more of us and we're out here um we just need to come together and also rally around the healing that desperately needs to happen for us and by right. us Definitely. yeah oh man <laughs> so i'm just gonna i'm gonna end the podcast off on that that was super mm -hmm. dope super beautiful that's, that's why you. she's on episode bye <laughs> So thank you, Dr. Connors. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out your busy, busy schedule. Oh no, this is important. You got <laughs> seriously. You yeah. have to show up for times like this, yeah. and I applaud you. And I'm thankful that you even invited me. I'm honored to be here, and thank you for what you're doing. Oh, seriously, I'm, I'm I'm just a fan of you. So I'm just glad <laughs> she had to come on an episode. <laughs> I'm a fan. No, I you just, are a friend of mine. You're not a fan. I'm of mine. a I'm a, a friend. You're a friend of mine. I'm the homie, but also I'm a, I literally I'm a fan. A fan of my friends, like okay. yeah, yeah, that person. That. Like I have a lot of like a lot of creative artists. I'm literally mm -hmm. fans of them, mm -hmm. and like we're friends. So I'm yeah. like, this is something more extra. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm a fan too. I'm rooting for you all the time. Yeah, that's what a fan. I'm rooting for you actually. <gasps> okay, really quick. That's how we met. So we met on Instagram because you actually reached out and said something like that. Like, hey, I've been seeing you in these different spaces, but I just wanted to tell you, like, thank you for what you do. That's how we met. And that's how we really started, like, vibing. That's what it was. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Let me look at my DMs. <laughs> okay, go back. Look at that history. Because, um, yeah. <laughs> you were just like, yeah, your energy super dope. Woo -woo -wop. Like, okay. It probably, I felt like I was out. In my head, I felt like I met you at the Slum Festival one time. Mm -hmm. I think I just saw you in the crowd and I started just joking with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think that was the follow-up. Okay. So when you say you don't follow up, you actually do. I was probably trying to slide <laughs> in your DMs. No, no, no. I thought you was cute and I was like, oh, let me slide in. like, hey, your energy. <laughs> I didn't follow up after that. I was like, no, you not. <laughs> It came full circle though. Okay. And also, I know you do African dance too. I'm probably sorry doing that. Yeah, shout out to Afriki Lolo, West yeah. African dance and drum. We actually heading back to Africa this year. I'm super oh, excited. That's why I meant to talk about the Africa. <laughs> oh my God. It's so much. But come dance with us. You need to come dance with us. <laughs> I, need, I need to get back dancing in general. I don't yeah. I've been breaking for real. But also, I forgot to. One of the things I wanted to talk about was the Af uh, you going to Africa, but mm. I guess I have to have you back on the show. Yeah, we need and a part two. Let's just make part, that happen. Uh, part two. <laughs>
probably season two. But anyway, <laughs> okay. um. So thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of uh, Ceiling Fans, where we stay up, be cool, keep moving and shine. I am your host. I don't know, Marty. Um, thank you for tuning in, man. I greatly appreciate you, especially it's been one of them great long episodes. <laughs> I overly appreciate long, great episodes. And I know the definitely far fetched loves enjoying too, because I'm just like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. nah, it's all good. Like I love being here. I haven't, yeah, I feel like I haven't been in two and three weeks, so. Um, and this, I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna end the season off with this episode. So at the auto box, I ran to some homies uh, at the store today at my job, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I gotta be on a podcast. And it's like, oh yeah. So, but this is the end of season one. I mean, we'll keep going, but like the end of season one, you know, definitely a great episode to end off. Uh, especially we talk about therapy, which is important. Cause I need it. Literally, I need to sit down with somebody for real. <laughs> on some real stuff. I really sit down. We all need to sit down with somebody, you know, get out some uh, emotions, get out some stuff. Because my stuff, a lot of times we are doing stuff unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And just because that's why I go by, I don't know. Also, so I guess I, don't, I can off like that too. So one of the reasons I call myself, I don't know, because I don't know. Because <laughs> me being a teacher and me also growing up being a kid, I would do something. My mom would get mad at me. Like, why you do that? I'd be like, uh, I don't know. And I, I knew, but I couldn't explain it to her. Mm-hmm. It's like I just felt it. Yeah. I just felt that. And so, and so it go back to having that feeling to do something. Mm-hmm. And also, fast forward to me teaching, having kids say that to me. A lot of times they don't know. Yeah. Because they're influenced by something. So also, I don't know means an influence. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know. Wow, I'm like, want some wing style right now? Or like. I want some tacos. It's Taco Tuesday. That's in your brain. Like, oh, Tuesday tacos. I literally have some taco socks right now. So, <laughs> yo, don't look, man. I say, you oh, really tacos. Don't. I'm going to get some tacos <laughs> later just because it's Taco Tuesday. And that's in your brain because you influence. Yeah. Influence is such a heavy, big thing. So, that's why I'm doing this podcast to influence people to go out there and do something. Go out there, meet these people that I'm interviewing, meet, follow them on the social media, like, be inspired with them. Go out there and do that. Um, what else? I don't know what else. Um, that's a whole list of I don't know. But anyway, so also you want to like to donate to the show? Hit my cash app at I don't know Marty I D U N N O Marty on cash app. Uh, you can hit the PayPal to um, which would be my email. Yeah, mstepney85 at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, trust me, everything is going on to the show. Cause I bought a mic. Shout out! I bought a mic. Yeah. Buy one of these new mics. I ain't buy this little little thing. There's a little mic stand, new mic stand. But uh, I'm saying stuff like that could go to the podcast, like me, just everything. Um, what else? What else? What else? So buffering, buffering, buffering. All right, that's it. That's it. I think I'm gonna end up like that. So yeah, man. I pretty much if you binge listening to this. Are you on a road trip? You probably, oh, I'm going to season two right now, right? So uh, <laughs> I mean, go back to the Tasha episode. Or I'll go back to Maurice episode, Invisible Man. So thank you for tuning in. I'm going to shut up and um, enjoy these songs. Enjoy these songs. Mm-hmm.